Welcome to the Residential Movement. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Maciejewski, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for dental home care. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering dental services at the residences of patients who are best served at home. Listen in as we talk dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more, and learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Have you decided to start your own dental house call practice? That's great. The world needs your services. I'm thrilled for you, and I know you can get this business up and running very quickly. But maybe you're at a standstill. You're looking at the long shopping list of materials and equipment that you need to buy, and you are overwhelmed. I get it. A dental house call practice requires a lot of equipment and materials. Less than a traditional dental practice, but still, there's a lot for you to consider. Nomad or Genoray? Which impression material travels best? How many gloves do I need? I'll give you a hint. Lots and lots of gloves. Oh, and cavi wipes too. You can never have too many of those things. Anyway, I'm excited that you're thoroughly planning and listing and really starting to take this seriously. My concern is that you could list so many items that you'll eventually get overwhelmed and never get started at all. Some of the best business advice I've ever been given is to start small and get fancy later. There's no shame in humble beginnings. Getting started sooner is better than waiting until absolutely everything is all figured out. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be thoughtful. All I'm saying is that if you're waiting for perfection, you'll be waiting forever. I do not want you to lose momentum. I want you to get started ASAP. So I'm going to tell you the five things that you can cross off your initial shopping list right now. You do not need these five things in order to get your house call dental practice off the ground. Number one. A large amount of available real estate. You do not need to lease an office space for your dental equipment. You don't need to move into a larger home with a nice basement. I started my business in my 550 square foot apartment, the same apartment that I've been living in since dental school. A bigger home with more space, or even a separate office space, are both thoughts that have crossed my mind. Both would be nice to have, but you don't need to have them. I can make those decisions in the future. Wherever you live right now, you can get started. Number two, branded scrubs. The scrubs you wear today are just fine. I did not start with branded scrubs right away. Sure, now I wear embroidered scrubs, but that's something that comes about over time. This is the same for almost anything. You do not need to splurge on branded suitcases, branded merchandise, or anything like that. Spending money on branded things can come from the desire to look like a business. Spend more energy on actually being a business than looking like a business because that part will come later. Number three, a large vehicle. Yes, you'll be driving mobile dental equipment all around town. If you're lucky enough to live in a place with snowy winters like me, you'll be driving around mobile dental equipment in the snow. Although it may be nice, you do not need to invest in an SUV just yet. Everything you're bringing into someone's home can usually be transported in a suitcase or backpack. I run my business out of my super tiny Corolla. An upgrade is in the works, but my current vehicle is just fine. If you've got a vehicle that works, you have a vehicle that's good enough to get started. Number four, a super awesome home sterilization center. Don't go running off to buy your own autoclave just yet. For the entire first year, I sterilized equipment at my buddy's office. I would drive there once or twice a week on nights or weekends when his office was closed. Chris would join me after he got out of work too. He'd bring dinner and drinks, and we'd have a date night in the office waiting room while I switched loads of instruments. Romantic, right? 
Don't get me wrong. Sterilizing at home is way better. But if you have friends that'll help you out, get started there. Just remember to bring your own sterilization pouches because you don't want to take advantage of their generosity. Number five, a lot of advertising dollars. Yes, you do need to let the world know that your services are available. But please do not spend more than your monthly overhead on advertising. Think up free ways to connect with patients, caregivers, or other allied health professionals. Visit retirement communities, send out flyers, build relationships. Investing time in building relationships will serve you better than advertising dollars in the long run. If you have a huge budget, feel free to ignore every single thing I said today and splurge away. Everything on this list is definitely nice to have. You just don't need it to get started. So if you don't have a huge budget, focus on the basics and you'll be up and running very quickly. Remember, there's no shame in humble beginnings. Just get to work and invest back in as you go. You've got this. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe to stay updated and leave me a review. If you know someone who could benefit from this info, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.